The Stir Fry Podcast. Welcome to the Stir now, Fry. Now, if you came here from the other podcast, welcome. It's just a continuation. Yeah. If you don't know what the fuck we talking about, scroll back. But so, welcome. Yeah. So every everyone wants to wants to you know use this false equivalency that you know. Well, look at Kyle Rittenhouse. Look at Coffee. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's justice on on both ends. And and this is what I want to say to everybody with this fucking mental gymnastics performance <laughs> art that you're doing about self defense. Because the only thing you want to defend is the is your right to keep people that you disagree with in line. You you don't care about self defense. You want to keep people you disagree with in line. Mm-hmm. And because you don't have the mental capacity, the mental fortitude, the wit to to actually be able to debate these topics sensibly. Then you want to do what what cowards do, which is pull out the stick, right? The carrot or the stick, and, and and when you can't make someone take that carrot, you want to pull out the stick. So I want to ask a question to 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 the to the audience everywhere. All right, we're saying that there there was justice today in the Aubrey case, right? Because they were found, uh, the three men were found guilty for chasing down Aubrey in Lower Georgia. All right, with Trayvon Martin. We wanted justice. We did not receive justice in Trayvon Martin's case because what we wanted was George Zimmerman to be tried and convicted for killing a, a kid that was walking home in his neighborhood after not even like sneaking out doing anything. The guy went to go get iced tea and Skittles. The right is saying there is justice for Kyle Rittenhouse because he went out there and he defended himself. Somebody was going to take his gun and kill him. He defended himself. So justice, justice was done. Justice was done, right? So with Kyle Rittenhouse, we had justice if he were found guilty. Half of the people would have been like, okay, that's justice. Kyle Rittenhouse was found guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was found not guilty, we have a whole another half that's saying, yeah, that's justice. Kyle Rittenhouse was not found guilty. So let me ask you a question. With justice for Kyle Rittenhouse, is he, was he able to celebrate his birthday this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. All mm-hmm. right. Justice for Aubrey. Was he able to celebrate his birthday this year? Nope. The justice that we did not receive for Trayvon Martin, was he able to celebrate his birthday this year? Nope. All right, so when you say that, that there's not two justice system, black people, justice, they're still dead. Yeah, they don't get to defend themselves. They're if still anything. dead. They're not coming home. Yeah, when, when you have justice for Kyle Rittenhouse, he is alive. This is something that black people need to recognize. Well, my biggest issue that I... um Besides... You make a great point. My issue with everything was I got these people on my pod on the Payton Exposure podcast, and I hate when folks keep bringing up the freaking Declaration of Independence or the Bill of Rights, and they pulling lines out of there like these white men wasn't owning slaves when they was making these rules and trying to make the basis of what our country would stand on, and then they want to use that. Like I had a couple guys in there was like, yo. If you believe in justice for all, you have to understand what the forefathers were saying. I'm like, yo. Yeah, they were pieces of shit. They they had slaves. They was killing it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what are we yeah. talking about? They, they, were, they were pieces of shit. So, yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't, look, to do better, we don't have to look at people who did not do as good mm. and say, well, let's model our behavior after them. Yeah. We can actually just choose to do fucking better. The fact, <laughs> the fact that we don't is an indictment on ourselves. It's not an indictment on the system as much as it is an indictment on ourselves. I, I had a, I had a friend that posted. He was saying that, you know, well, if black people posted AR, he meant well. If black mm-hmm. people posted, uh, if black people went out and bought AR-15s, that the laws was changed. And, and, and my response to him is, was like, yo, no, we don't need to do that. 
We don't need more laws because every time they write a law, the only person that's really prosecuted by that law black folks. are black folks, right? Absolutely. Like when we look at like the decriminalization of marijuana, it's not like that they told black people were like, you know what? Y'all get to grow weed and we're not going to prosecute y'all as reparations, right? No. No, they, they sold it. it harder. They sold it to the richest people that was already, you know, 12 steps ahead. Absolutely. Black people, you're in this game of America, right? You are. Mm. It's like we're all sitting down at the Monopoly board, and memory, memory serves me correctly. Every time you go past Gold Monopoly, you get $200, right? Absolutely. Okay. Well, everyone wants to make it seem like that we all started the game with the same amount of money, right? Absolutely. Black people do not start with any money at the beginning of Monopoly. Yeah, we get to roll the dice, yeah. but we got to hope we don't land on someone else's shit. Yep. We got to hope that we don't go to jail. Oh and then God. we got to hope we make it all the way around the board to collect the $200, right? Yep. So then we have the two hundred dollars, and everybody else have however much money you start with Monopoly. Yeah. Right. But so there's an imbalance there, right? Absolutely. And then I got to try to make it around that board, not go to jail again, not land on somebody's property again, find something that maybe I can afford, and then make it all the way back around again. Hope that someone comes and land on that property, right? So if Absolutely. I start a business, like if you're a black digital creator, you see this complaint all the time, right? Absolutely. That, that, I know there, that there's a there's an imbalance between what a black creator is paid versus you know someone that's not a black creator is mm -hmm. paid. So we so we're in this game and we're stuck. And the thing is, black people have to stop pretending mm -hmm. that it's the same system. Absolutely. Right? Just because someone is telling you like no. You, you got a seat at the game, right? Like, your seat isn't lower than my seat at the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, your lights aren't bright. My lights aren't bright on my side of the table. It's your side of the table. Mm -hmm. All this misdirection that, that, that you're given, you know, <laughs> that, this misdirection that black men are terrible fucking dads, you know, this misdirection that women are paid less than men, despite the fact that black men are paid 67 cents on a dollar compared to white men, and black women are paid 63 cents, right? Like, this idea that, that I'm your enemy... Yeah. When I'm actually, I'm actually it your fucking teammate. Yeah. You know, it's what a lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lie. Stop, stop letting them distract you from the fact that in this game, there is an imbalance here because you guys are the cheerleaders, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody can hear the cheerleaders. When mm. I say, when I say you guys, I'm talking about black apologists and, and black <laughs> women that believe that, Candace Owens. Yeah. You know, and black women that believe <laughs> that black men are their enemy, right? I'm talking about you guys, right? Jada Pickett Smith. And, and, but here's the thing, right? No matter how great or how, or how, I don't know, marketable the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders are, will any of them coach anything tomorrow? No. No, they're not coaching anything. And that's what you got to understand about the game that you're in. As long as they get to rule the game, as long as they get to run the game, the fact that you're cheerleading do not make you a part of the team. They won't. They do not pay the cheerleaders anything. No, they don't. $35, so, so it does, so $35 it does, a game. So yes, do it put you? Does being a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader probably put you in a position where you can marry a rich man because you were a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader? Yes, yeah, maybe. But you're still attached to the system. You're still attached to what supremacy is offering. You have to realize that you got to pull yourself out of this game. If you don't have real estate, then you need to make sure that you have digital estate because that mm. is the future. We're still at the beginning of of of, of a whole new era, right? Absolutely. Do, Digital, digital products right now. This is the the newspaper industry in the fucking seventeen hundreds, mm -hmm. right? Like that's what that's where you are right now. This is this industry is only. I mean, we could say is you know since two thousand and nine, but if we're being honest, this is really only since twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah. You're seven years in, so you need to create. You need to you need to create content. 
You need to create businesses and you got to earn more money. That's the only way to pour yourself out of the system. Now, I'm gonna let you go back. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you talk, right, Kanye, my Kanye? I'm gonna let you talk. <laughs> so the funny, now, the funny part is, shout out to Kanye with that video with Jay Prince. That shit was the sketchiest shit I've ever fucking seen in my life. It really was, bro. That let me know that Jay Prince, all the boogeyman stories we heard back in the day yeah. uh, that I was too young to know about, they are all true. Yeah, this man bragged about being a nine, having nine billion dollars, and got up there and was shaking, <laughs> reading but, it out, reading the script, reading off a of BlackBerry. Um. You know, what's funny about that, going back to your Monopoly thing, um, I was talking to my wife and I was telling her, I said, uh, I was telling her how my mom used to be a maid, so to speak, right? My mom used to clean yeah. homes, uh, which is a hood way of saying she was a maid. <laughs> and so we we got on this conversation because don't it seem like every time you wash and dry clothes, like you fold them up just to unfold them to put them on to throw them in a pack yeah, like it's, yeah, it's yeah. a mess I'm, right I'm terrible at like doing laundry yeah and so my wife goes I wash my clothes I'm like I'm terrible at the folding yeah the right. they sit on the floor <laughs> so my wife goes yo I wish we could just have somebody to do this and I'm like yeah that's what my mom, my mom used to do when I was a kid and I didn't understand why do people pay you to fold their clothes yeah. like it's, it's whatever and so we got in that logic and I'm telling my wife I said you know what's so funny is it wasn't one family it wasn't two family it was multiple families that my, my mom she cleaned their homes and they all had the same logic. They did not know each other, bro. And I promise you they had the same logic. Yeah. All of their kids was four years apart. The reason why they had them four years apart, because they had never paid for college twice. Like, during the same time. Yeah. For more than two kids, right? So that was their logic. Literally, you know, they all had, like, three kids. Yeah. So, you know, you think about over 12 years, she keep having, that's a lot on a woman's body. Yeah. And then they also had the logic of all of their kids went to private school. So they went to uh, Country Day or Charlotte Latin. And the grandparents paid for all of the high school um, for the kids now let me tell y'all something if you don't understand um uncc in charlotte latin charlotte latin has a higher tuition than uncc <laughs> if you in state like i'm um, just to give y'all a thing like when the high school in the community is charging more than the college that's yeah. letting y'all know what's up so but that was the thing and the reason why the grandparents pay for it is so the parents can pay for college they can use those years yeah um, especially their high school years, if they didn't start going there in middle school, they could say, all right, now we're going to start saving up for college. So what ended up happening? Nobody, um, the people who my mom cleaned for, um, the cheapest school that one of the kids went to was NC State. Everybody else was at Wake Forest. They was at yeah. Duke. They was at Chapel Hill. Um, they were at Clemson. You know what I'm saying? I remember when my mom, you know, my mom wanted to get a gift for one of these kids. And they went to Clipson. And my mom was like, what do I give? They mama pay me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but yeah. I was telling that to my wife. It was like, that's how we don't even start on the board. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't we don't even have, you know, again, right? We gotta make it around the board, right? Like we just yeah. gotta we just gotta graduate from from high school unscathed. Yeah. Because, because we don't get a Kyle Renhouse second chance to meet with a former president, Absolutely. to meet with a talk show host. Like we don't get those second chances, right? And and the problem is, all right, so here's the thing, right? What they don't even understand is they're doing their community a disservice. Mm -hmm. Because because what by the time we get to the same area, right, where where there is a, a non-person of color and there's a person of color, right, mm -hmm. and we both would end up at the same place, mm -hmm. and, and and one of us had every advantage, one of us had no advantage. <laughs> guess who's gonna be? Guess who's gonna have the mental strength to be better? The person who had all the advantages. Yeah. Right. So because so you're the, not exhausted because they're not they're, they're not exhausted. So the thing is, it's like so when they meet someone, 
that actually is better than them despite all that it's deflating yeah it absolutely it, it, it's deflating and they don't know how to handle it and the thing is it's like yo when you have a people that are that, that arise out of nothing right mm-hmm. and then they start becoming so good at everything right you look at just like top top music genres right yeah it's it's pop uh hip-hop and rock and roll mm-hmm. and pop came directly out of hip-hop Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, pop was just the sanitized version of hip-hop, Absolutely. Right? So when you have a people that can create this much influence, mm-hmm. but then they own nothing, at mm. some point, the people got to look at themselves and be like, all right, we got to do a little bit better. Absolutely. We, we got to do a little bit better. Now, where where that 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 sanctuary is or where their arc is, I mean, I I do not know. <laughs> uh, I know that, I know that a lot of times, like... um. I forget the guy name that writes for the New York Times. But at some point, he had wrote an article years ago, and he was like, um, Charles Blow, I think. is Okay. He was saying that um, black people should, you know, basically all move to one state so they can actually control the power Mm. of the House, the legislature, and the Senate, you know, at least in this one state. Or, you know, not not one state, but like, you know, they should move to like North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. Yeah. Right? And then when you you own all of that, Mm -hmm. that you, now you can start getting things done for black people and i disagree and the reason i disagree Mm. is because every opportunity that blacks have had to build something for themselves (laughs) tell them what happened please (laughs) it's bombed absolutely every fucking time every oh y'all went to that one place time rosewood you know the 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 village uh, you know that was in central they built the park bruh they built the park over you know uh you know um Brooklyn here in, in Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. They put the transit, they put the transit bus station on top of it. So, and then they're gonna call it Little Brooklyn, which is weird. Yeah, right. so it's like you know every opportunity that 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 you have. Look at what's happening right now. Like if you were to say, what's the black mecca in the United States, right? Like Atlanta, Atlanta, right? And then and then once Atlanta got built up, once mm-hmm. it's, it's become this this power that it have, like now it has the voting sway. What's the first thing that they decided they wanted to do? We gotta read bottom line. Oh, bro. oh, hey, we, hey Buckhead <laughs> needs to become its own city, right? Absolutely. But and Buckhead is thirty one percent of the revenue, you know, in Atlanta. Uh huh. And, and Buckhead was built all through like strong black money. I love Buckhead. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, so it's like every time. So don't so don't believe you could build something and then they're not going to come and get it from. Oh, they're going to get that. They're going to come and get it from. Me. And they they they're running up. They're they're running a candidate right now. That's a Democrat. That's a black woman. And they're running her because she's she she's been part of the city council forever down there. And once she gets elected, she's going to allow Buckhead to become its own municipality, mm. right? Like, like which I don't understand because I don't know what people in Buckhead think they're about to do. The people in Atlanta, like, do you think, what, you're going to stop people from driving from Atlanta into Buckhead? What's like, that, 15 you, minutes? You're going to over-police Buckhead? Where's Gold Room at? That's in Buckhead, ain't it? Damn, uh, man. It's, it's North Atlanta, but I don't, I, it's like, you got to drive through Buckhead. Yeah. So, was, so it's like, you know, so room. again, this idea, I, like, I don't have the answer. I would love Absolutely. if anyone have the answer, but the idea that we could all congregate in one area and then we're going to be okay, that has not been the case in the United States of America. And even in the Mecca of America, in Atlanta, they're trying to pull out 31% of the revenue for no reason at all, right? None at all. None at all. Like, I think Gold Room is the only uh, club we didn't get a table at that I was mad at. So what is I it? was mad at you. No, we got a table in Gold Room. No, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, and that's in Buckhead. Uh, Onyx is in Buckhead. <laughs> I was mad. Nah, yeah, we did. Right there on the floor. It was somewhere in Atlanta. I was like, damn, we ain't get no table. I'm kind of mad at Mike. <laughs> it was all good, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, because we was at uh, the, the club before, the night before, and we got a, you was like, yo, we're getting a table upstairs this time. It was, uh, what was that, Empire or some bullshit? Opera. Opera. Yeah. Opera room. <laughs> 
that was the great part about following Mike around during those days. <laughs> Mike had a rule, and I'm saying this for the people that followed the podcast from um, Paid Exposure over here. Mike had a rule. You get there, I got you. That's it. Or his rule was, look, don't come in here broke. You better be able to get your own way up out of here, in and out, and we good. And I, I, I follow that rule today. Um, All right, man, we got to talk about submission, man. So... We, this is when the podcast takes a left. Yeah, so no, because we, we're making it to the end of the podcast, right? So we said we're going to have, by the end of the podcast, we're going to have a, a, a dating podcast. Absolutely. And then we're going to have a podcast on sex. Okay, yep. And so we're getting there because this is episode, what, 15? Yeah, yeah. So we got like to do, do one about cheating. These dudes suck at cheating. Yeah, but, we, I mean, we, well, we can do nah. the episode. We can, do, we can make 18 on cheating. So we only got like a few more episodes. And one of the things, because I... You know, it's, it's, it's an ongoing theme, right? Like men, men want women that, you know, I think right now the term is what fit cooperative and something <laughs> else, which I, I do not disagree with. I, I do not disagree with that term. I disagree with the fucking black incel movement, but, yeah. but, I, but I don't disagree with that, that term. But one of the things that we, we mess up so much of is this idea of submission, right? Like every, mm. every guy is like, yo, I want, I want a submissive woman. Okay. You know what I'm saying? What does that look like? And, well, here's the thing. Submission have been so mistaught in churches. Churches. You know what sure. I'm saying? So so it's like we don't even understand what submission is. So I I, I just pulled it up real quick because I was like, I, I knew it was going to be a, a some religious organization Absolutely. talking about submission on the first page. I was not disappointed. And <laughs> and this is what and this is what this pastor put on submitting. What what does submitting to one another mean? And he said, having have a submissive spirit that is willing to give up rights and wishes for the sake of unity. All right. That sounds disgusting. I ain't going to lie. I wouldn't want my wife to follow that. That shit sounds terrible. But, but that's what. But see, this is the that basis of it. Because we think horrible. that we think that if, if a woman is submissive, that we get to tell her what to do. Absolutely. Right. Look, that's what that says. That, that, and that's what that says. And it's like, yo, that is not what submission is. All right. Oh. Okay. Submission is a gift, right? Mm-hmm. Sub- submission is to be submission is to be understood as I trust you enough mm-hmm. to give you my gifts. Because with my gifts, you can move from good to great, mm-hmm. right? A woman mm-hmm. that is truly submissive that really trusts her husband, right? Uh-huh. Trusts her man. She what she does is she hands that man her time. Absolutely. She hands this man her abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you know what? I'm, not, you know what? I got to put together this whole Excel sheet on everything I've done for work. And she sees it and she says, "You know what? I'm going to take my skills. I'm going to take my time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to show you how to do it the way you was doing it. Yeah, that worked. You know, hubby, I give you a C plus on that. That's yeah, cool. Let me show you how effective. to get an A minus on it. Yeah, that. it's not effective. <laughs> it's not effective, right? Absolutely. So she's giving her time. Um, men, men that have that have women that truly love them, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I was talking to one of my boys today. And we, because we we was talking about this topic, and he was like, "Man, he was like, without my wife's help, he was like, she followed me when I had to go up north, you know, to take a job so I could mm-hmm. get promoted in my career. She followed me back down here, you know. At no point did she ever stop and balk, right? Mm. And I said, let's say if she would have balked when you were in Columbia, I was like, you'd probably still be in Columbia just doing what you was doing, mm-hmm. right? He's like, yeah. I said, but because she didn't balk, right? Because she mm-hmm. trusted you, you know what I'm saying? I was like. Now she's able to live in a half a million dollar house at Fort yeah. Hill, right? That's amazing. Because 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 she didn't fight him, right? So again, I, I agree with the low. Like you look for cooperation. But as men, if you think dominance is telling somebody what to do, that's not what dominance is, right? Yeah. You you a supervisor. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
And if you're a supervisor, you have no true power, right? The only thing a supervisor could do is go through the rules. They they read them back to you. They read, yeah, I just, look, I just got to make sure you follow the rules. Yeah, if you don't. If, if you don't, you're in trouble. Yep. And it's like, yo, that's not what relationships for. I can't Re- even fire you. Relationships <laughs> as men is the, you have to create an environment where a woman can flourish. Absolutely. Right? And that's the biggest thing that we got to understand. And for most of us, the problem, the reason why we don't have that ability to offer as much grace as we should offer mm. in relationship is because we don't have enough excess. You know, um, funny enough, I remember I was young, talking stupid, laughing at my dad. And I was like, did mom ever help you? Because my dad was one of those men that when you meet him, um, or when I was around him, he always, he he don't say much, but he always wants to be the leader. Yeah. Um, and so, I, you know, I'm making this joke to him, like, has mom ever helped you? And he looked at me, he goes, if I didn't have your mom, my credit would still be jacked up today. Yeah. He said, your mom showed me how to balance money. She taught me how to use money. She taught me how to save. And he was going through all this stuff with money. And the only thing I'm thinking is, my dad makes good money doing what he does, right? And my mom cleans houses. Mm-hmm. What is mom teaching you about money when you bring in the money? And yeah. he was like, if I didn't have her, I wouldn't even know nothing about money. He said, I, he's like, could I figure it out? He's like, yeah, I figured it out. Yeah. He said, but she does this for me. And um, it, that comes to me full circle because last night I'm sitting with my wife. We go out to eat. Um, Oh, they got a ceviche place in uh, Plaza Midwood. You got to go to if you like ceviche. Right. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm sitting there and we're I'm talking to her and I go, I I don't think it's ever I ever ran across a woman that allowed would allow me to do what I wanted to do. And I was talking to her about how when I got fired and I called her. Um, and I said, yo, I got fired. And she goes, all right, you got your credit card on you. I'm like, yeah, because I was in New York. She was like, have fun, because when you get back, you got to make this photography shit work. Yeah. <laughs> and I told and I and I, I haven't and I told um, I come back home and I don't even update my resume. And I've been a full time photographer for two years now. But it took my wife saying, yo. Cool. Yeah. That's what you want. All right, cool. Like we we we're gonna, we're gonna we, make this work. We're gonna get you there, and that's the thing. Is like, man, it, like you guys are asking for submissive women. Now, here's the thing, right? Most most women aren't there yet, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and here's the thing. That's what growth is for. Like yeah. a lot of us have to grow. Absolutely. Right. But but understand that submission isn't her listening to you just because you're telling her what to do. <laughs> all right. The submission. Absolutely. Her a woman's submission is her offering her gifts and her time to you to make you become a great man. Absolutely. Right? That's what it's for. It's not, it's not the ideal that I could tell Wait, who wants to live like that, bro. Nobody, this ain't prison. Hey, cut that shit out, man. <laughs> cut that shit. But, but, but I can't blame y'all because most of your pastors don't even understand the Bible enough to even teach the shit properly. Bruh. Most of you don't read your Bibles. They, they don't. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you never even read it. And I, and I'm not even saying, look, I'm not even the type of person to be like, Oh, you need to read your Bible every day. But most of you will go to church, listen, to what somebody tells you. And you honestly haven't picked, a book up to even understand what the hell is going on. There is not one class that you probably could take in college, unless your teacher told you, don't get the book. I'm going to teach you everything, yeah. right? <laughs> but outside of that, there's not one class that you had in school that you could just go in there and not read the book and nail it. Yeah. Right? Nah. Like the teacher would know immediately. You didn't even read the book. Did you read it? No, no. You didn't read the book at all, right? And that's how it is when a lot of you guys are talking about you want a woman to be submissive to you. You haven't even taken the time to even understand what it's going to take for you to be a man. 90% of your problems, you know, is going to be attitude. 
And most of your attitudes are <laughs> fucked up because you don't make enough money. Yeah, y'all broke. I was just gonna say y'all was broke, but Mike Mike always has a mature way of saying it. Um, a lot of y'all broke. Um, you sleeping on your ex girlfriend's couch and you bums. Yeah, but even even like, but even if you're not right, like even let's say let's say you 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 just you know you make decent money, right? You make forty five fifty five thousand dollars a year. Okay, right? You if you if you meet a woman that makes more money than you, right? Okay, and then she convinces you like, okay. We're going to combine our incomes, man. Right? We, we got $110,000. We're going to go to the bank. The bank going to tell you, all right, you can buy a $440,000 house, right? How much economic pressure are y'all under now to both keep your fucking jobs, mm. right? Amazing. <laughs> Tremendous fucking economic pressure. And then you wonder why you don't have any grace, you know, grace and mercy. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> a mature man, a man that actually can exhibit dominance, a man that can actually exhibit grace, will say something along the lines of, hey, I know it says 440000 Let's get a starter home for two hundred and forty thousand. That mm. way, if something happens, you know what I'm saying, we don't have to we don't have to be stressed the fuck out over it, right? We Absolutely, can, we can still handle this. And you know what? If we make an extra payment, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, instead of the house being paid off in thirty years, mm-hmm. we could probably pay it off in twin, twelve, fifteen years, yeah. right? And we're still not stressed out. And then you know what? By the time year twelve roll around, that two hundred forty thousand dollar house is worth three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. It's Paid off. Now we could take the whole three hundred thousand. Now we could throw it into a six hundred thousand dollar house. And we good. It's half paid off. Our payments are still the same, and we can put our kids through college. Right? Nope. That is guidance. That's leadership. But some of us we're too weak to even get to that point because we don't even know how to talk to women. We don't know how to be interesting. We don't know how to be interested. So we're just floundering out here. And y'all not funny. Ain't definitely not funny. I'm gonna keep saying that every fucking yeah. You know what I mean? No, definitely, funny. definitely, man. It and 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 it, look, you don't have to have a lot of money to change your behavior, right? No, you don't need no money to change your behavior. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if we start in that attitude, yeah, you don't need no you money need to no change your money. attitude. Like 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 a billionaire <clears throat> doesn't become a billionaire and then changes the way he moves, right? Nah, he was that. He's been that way for the for the past 10, 15, 20 years, right? Absolutely. A prince. Like a, a prince doesn't just become a king on the day his father dies. Mm. He's had to he's had had to learn how to lead, how to guide, how to defend, how to command. He's had to do all of these things way prior to ever becoming king. So it's like so whatever type of man that you want to be, if you want to if you want to be the type of man that's worth a woman submitting to, start changing some of that attitude now. Start changing some of those behaviors now. Start being start being the way with a woman that you prefer God to be with you, right? Uh oh. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't yeah. want if you don't want God to be pissed off at you, yeah. Like, yo, you gotta be able to extend that grace to not be pissed off with her. But also, God works out of a place of abundance. Absolutely. Right? So so Get to work. Yeah, get get to work. And not only that, like the thing about God is God don't force anyone to do anything, right? Nope. So the thing about it is it's just that like if you have favor and you mess up, he'll inter- he'll intercede, right? Like Absolutely. he intervenes. That's the same way as men. Like, yo, if 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 I'm able to cover it, I'm gonna cover it even when you mess up. Facts. Right? But if you don't have any abundance and someone mess up, you're like, yo, you you kinda out there by yourself. That's how it is, man. What is this? Um Oh, one I'm one last thing we're gonna and, and like and, I, and I'm done. Um <laughs> I saw a post Uh-oh. from Got Freedom House Church in Charlotte Associate Pastor. You know, we talk about her from time to time. Penny Maxwell. So, she got me blocked. <laughs> so there was a dude that posted on Twitter. Oh gosh, I gotta find this. I gotta find his Twitter handle. But anyway, there was a picture of um 
a black Jesus, right? And oh, a black gosh. version of Mary. And <laughs> and what he did was, matter of fact, I think they reported me because I got logged out of like all my Twitter accounts. I had to re-log in. Oh, Freedom House, they they got to know Mark or somebody, bro. They know somebody at Google. They will get you done. <laughs> so I had to re-log into my account. But anyway, they said that the, point, the painting of the black Virgin Mary, which according to the Catholic Church, the black Madonna is black. Um, <laughs> but it, it was like, they're trying to replace Jesus with George Floyd. <laughs> I'm probably lying to you not. And she, I know you so are. she reposted it, man. Like, I'm going to send it to you. She, no, you were lying, bro. She reposted it. I'm, I'm trying it. to look this shit up, bro. And they were saying, well, I, I couldn't find her because I think she has me blocked on Instagram. Um, but bro. someone had sent it to me. So, look, if you're a black person. Mike, and, I know you lying. And you still going to Freedom House. You are a loser. Oh, uh, <laughs> Mike, first of all, I'm telling y'all right now. Here you go. I found that thing. I need to find her. First of all, Mike is lying. I don't believe that because I don't think they are that stupid. Um, however, I follow people that, um, for those who not know, I went to a white Christian school that seemingly a lot of the people that was educating me were are racist. I figured that out later. <laughs> uh, shout out to Trayvon Martin and his family. Your son did more for my life than y'all would ever understand. And I mean that in all seriousness. Um, <clears throat> but I found out that a lot of my educators were racist as fuck. So they took that George Floyd thing. They were highly upset. Not that he died. Um, I think a lot of them was upset that, you know, um, their, their, their heartstrings was pulled at him crying out for his mom. Um, however, you know, as soon as they got past that part, then it was like, look, he had drugs in his part, his pocket. Shout out to Candace Owens. Your dumb ass is up there being an apologist that we talk about. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're like the no, black no trophy room, girl. No, yeah, no room for apologists. Yeah, and um, so, you know, they was going off of that. And they were really upset at George Floyd becoming a martyr or a, a seemingly a spokesperson because they understood that he shouldn't have died. But then they understood, like, look, our cause is bigger than his life in their eyes. Right. So and and Miss Maxwell, she's always been a cornball. Um, she really is a cornball. When she said years ago, which got me blocked when she got up there and she said that um, white, white Christian men are under attack. And they're trying to be eliminated from this world. I knew I was like, I'm done with her. And I had just seen her and I thought it was a joke. And I watched the whole video. And when she did that and she talked about how um, and then a a couple of months ago, she was posting about how she had this uh, $40,000 ring. Yeah. She was ashamed to wear to church. Yeah. Or whatever. I was like, yo, what is wrong with you? And then there's also the thing of like they don't have black ushers there, even though it was a black usher who was over that. You know, you know, that shit comes from the top. down. everybody know who's ever if you ever have a family member in the church or if your family is over a church or whatever, if you have any real ties in church, what the pastor says goes down. (laughs) So whoever implemented, it doesn't matter if it's the type of paper towels that goes into the doggone bathroom. Yeah. Use time that cost is coming from your pastor like, yo, we got to cut costs here or whatever, especially smaller churches. So at Freedom House, when the usher board is saying, hey, we don't have black ushers, even though it's a black usher in charge of that, in charge of that, I know that's coming from the white pastors that seemingly have issues with everything else. And I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I done spoke to a couple of white folks that have left Freedom House and they have said, yo, they racist as hell. Like, Yeah, but the fact that they, 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 actually thought a, a black photo of Jesus and his mother was George Floyd. I was just like, they wow. cornballs, bro. Cornballs, wow. cornballs. Um, one person you thankful for this year for Thanksgiving. 
Oh man, I'm thankful for all my friends and family, man. Uh, my mom, you know, my about kiddo, say, I knew he was going for my, mom my first. My kids, mom, mm-hmm. uh, pops, you know, all of them. You know, they get into my nerves. <laughs> everybody, like, everybody, just like, <laughs> <they're> <laughs> <nervous>. <laughs> everybody, but loving to death, man. Brothers and sisters, you know, definitely, you know, for, for some really good friends, man. I have a really, really solid friend circle. Like, mm. like my my people, they keep you on your square. They, you know, they call you out when they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, and like for the few times that I am wrong, believe it or not, I do have moments <laughs> where I'm wrong. But no one gets any satisfaction out of it because once I'm wrong, you prove that I'm wrong. I immediately. Like I'm contrite. I'm just like, oh yeah, my bad. You Unless know? we talking about dirt. You know, me and Joe got in that argument today about about dirt. Hey, hey, you know what? By the end of the argument, I think I think I got I think I got him 25% moved in the right direction. Oh, he is the greatest European basketball player of all time. Look, basketball does not include just the NBA. Basketball is the whole body of work. Basket like <laughs> a basketball hall of fame is high school, FIBA, college, it's everything. So if you want to say like like who's the top NBA player between the two, well, it's Dirk. But if you're saying who the best basketball player is, like best European player, well, it's going to be the guy that played the most European basketball, which is not Dirk. Who is it? So we can go ahead and get cussed out. Paul Gasol. Oh, my gosh. All right. So um, just uh, I just wanted Mike to say it on air so now we can cuss him out in public because things that happen in group chat got to stay in the group chat oh, until man. it becomes public knowledge. Um, <laughs> When we get when we become billionaires, we want to move to like an encrypted uh man. I'm group out. Chat. I'm out. Y'all can have this shit. <laughs> Look, like Mike if you ain't even safe in Atlanta, like if they want to like split Atlanta, like it's it's literally nothing you can make. Look, that that someone isn't going to resent you, and when your presence is offensive, think about this: if your presence is offensive, mm. there's nothing you can do. Absolutely, there's not. nothing that you could do, right? Like when, when we we broke down what justice is at the beginning of this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. When justice for you is over your dead body, literally, literally, and you and you still might not get it, and justice for someone else is going to meet with a former president mm. going on a fucking talk show tour, and y'all know he getting paid for <laughs> like, this shit, like, like what? At what point are you not just a wee bit terrified? Bro, he getting paid for of this the shit. environment. Yeah, like, like, like my son, my son, my son is seven years old. Mm-hmm. He got Nerf guns from his aunt last last year. If I knew it better, I would have called him cussed out, but I don't. <laughs> but one of the things that I told my son, I was like, "You are not allowed by any means mm. to take these outside." Yeah, by no means are you ever allowed to take. It's these scary, outside. but we get you got to do that. I gotta have this conversation with a six year old child. Yeah, he cannot take a toy outside. What you mean? It's a so, toy so, gun. So why? So. What the fuck is enjoyable about this besides the fact mm-hmm. that abusers that abuse love their abusers? Yeah. Like there's that's the only satisfaction that you get being in America as a black man or a black woman or a black child is the fact that you're just constantly fucking abused and we're addicted to the shit. Yep. All right, I'm out. Fuck this. Look, man, Mike said he moving. He didn't slam the laptop down. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to both podcasts. If you haven't already, please uh run over there to part one. On paid and exposure, and for everybody that crossed over to this, we want to thank you. Y'all have good, um, a good time tomorrow. Eat all the cornbread and stuffing. This probably out after Thanksgiving, so hope you had a happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Y'all gonna have this out on uh, Black Friday, so y'all can go around shopping. And uh, yo, fuck Christopher Columbus, and we'll holler at y'all next time. <laughs> Real talk, <laughs> holler at your boy.